You're at the right place. Right place. At the right time. You found the number one podcast. Number one podcast. That entertains that space between your ears. We invite you to relax, pull up a chair, and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. Hi, this is Marco, so by Star Tours. I don't listen to podcasts often, but when I do, I listen to Mousecapades. We are both elementary school teachers. Two, two brave, brave men in a women's field. So stop being a jerk and do your homework. <laughs> Carousel of Progress. Okay, I love that ride. Uh, the last Harry Potter book, I cried twice. This is Brian Collins. I'm a uh, former Walt Disney Imagineer, and you're listening to the most wonderful podcast to hit the airwaves, Mousecapades. Good Saturday morning. Welcome to the Mousecapades podcast. I'm Vicki, and Nick's here with me. And we've got some exciting news and hopefully some exciting rumors for you, along with a little bit of history, and we hope we can make this exciting for you on your Saturday morning. I know I'm excited because I'm not at school today. How about you, Nick? Yeah, so let's uh, let's hit up some news real quick, all right? Okay. I've been, this has been burning. So the other day, this was released that NBC Universal acquires DreamWorks Animation. Huge! It's going like, to be huge. huge. This against- is a huge topic. Uh, you know, Universal is down there next to, uh, in a- well, right outside Anaheim. Was It's in Los Angeles, right? Universal out there in California. Oh, okay, in California. And they also have Universal out there in Orlando as well. And that's what I was thinking. But those parks are huge competitors for the Walt Disney Company. Now, Universal acquired DreamWorks Animation, and we all know DreamWorks. They, they've come out with movies like Shrek, right? They've also come out with How to Train Your Dragon, which is a huge movie for the kiddos as well it's 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 it's, it's a cute cartoon but um madagascar? Got, yeah madagascar I, for, I forgot that one they have some great featured films and now so so what is what does this mean you know so it's gonna be hard on disney universal bought the rights to nintendo now they have the rights to dreamworks the parks are going to blow up they're, they're going to expand. So they're going to be vast. I mean, think about the possibilities with having... They have the rights also to Marvel. They're in Orlando. Right? And right. Oh, so for does sure. Disney. Yeah. But, but Universal develops all the cool stuff for that. Now they have the rights to Nintendo. They have the rights to DreamWorks. Their parks are just going to blow up. Like in the next 10 years, think about all the stuff that can come. Well, maybe they'll go to Universal, and then we'll be able to go to Magic Kingdom and be able to walk around and ride <laughs> things go. as many times like, as we would like. I like how you think. I, I love how you think. How would you? But think about the Shrek. What if they had like a, a Shrek land? Like they call oh, it, I know. or they call it far, far away. You know, because you know, right. Tri- right. And so you could travel to the swamp. You could I, travel to exactly. Lord Farquaad's uh, castle. You know, it would be cool. think about the cool things they already have in that castle. You know, you've already seen the movie, the original Shrek. Right. So many possibilities, right? I mean, awesome. You're giving them all your ideas. You could go work for them. How to train a dragon. You could, I mean, there's a lot of cool things that you could do there too. Flying, flying on your dragon, training your own dragon. I, how cool would that be? That'd be pretty fun. I know a lot of kids would really like that. And a Madagascar ride. You could really have like an adventurous ride with Madagascar. That would be kind of cool, you know, incorporate yeah. those penguins and maybe like a, a, a water type ride where you're floating to the island of Madagascar, cool. right? I just know. If you were I, in a penguin, 
and sliding down a water slide <laughs> or something. Yeah. I don't know. Like, if they could make it so the penguin head is laying down. Like, it, the penguin ride that, that they get in is a penguin on its stomach, mm-hmm. and the head is at the front or whatever, and they slide down a water. That would be pretty fun. Right. So, they're compar- so people, like, uh, reporters are already comparing this buyout uh, just as good as, like, the Star Wars and Walt Disney buyout. The fact oh, wow. That it, they that think it, it's that big? That it compares. Um, I would have to kind of agree. To be honest, with, with that, with that makes opinion, as much as Star Wars. I mean, and I'm not a huge, you no. know, I'm me, I'm not as no, much. but it's. I think it's more popular. DreamWorks as a whole, family wise, yes, with kiddos. Okay, but, you know, I okay. mean, Star Wars, you're you're selecting a certain genre, a certain select group of individuals that really like Star Wars. And, okay, and those in those you know few that don't really care for it, but they enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think DreamWorks. The possibilities are endless, um, and it really reaches out to uh, more of the family. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, I know exactly what you're saying. I was just saying, lucratively, I don't know that that's as good of a deal. Really? It may be in the long term, but But Star Wars was out of control. I mean, and and I don't mean that in a bad way. It, It did exactly what Disney wanted it to do, but to me, it was... Crazy! I can't even. I'm, I was trying to think. Maybe ET long time ago was as in the in the media or whatever. And the media is so much more now with social network and stuff. So I guess that's not a good comparison. So think about like okay, so Disney has basically their own Disney Animation Studios um, and Pixar to basically because the new thing is keeping up your parks according to the latest and greatest animation film. Right. right. Like that's right. the new trend. Think about the possibilities for Universal now. They're going to continuously make, or excuse me, uh, DreamWorks. They're going to continue to make all these films, like just the animation films, right? Right. Um, and then you're going to have all this extra stuff pop off, pop up and, and spring off of this. I don't so know. So now they have their well. You know, like Disney has had their well. Pixar and their own Disney Animation Studios. Now you have Universal is going to have not only the movies, but they're going to have DreamWorks. That's their new spring. That's their well. And they're going to be able to just fish out of that forever. Yeah, so Bob Iger needs to, you know, buff up his uh, resume. He may be having to find a new job. Oh, Iger? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, dude, that that cat's probably going to be leaving soon. I could see that happening. I mean, first off, we'll we'll see. Let's see how popular the Land of Pandora is going to be. You know, they're an animal When it kingdom. gets done. Right. Did you really even, like, I don't know. Were you screaming about having a Pandora land? Because I certainly was, certainly was well, not. I mean. I wasn't a big fan of that movie. Right. And how long ago was that movie? Well, I, Eons ago. And now they're going to make, like, four or five other films on top of the one that, that they have. There was some, there was another movie they did that with. And I'm trying to think what movie that was. Where they waited a significant amount of time, and all of a sudden they brought this movie back, and it did make it. I mean, so maybe they know the marketing better than us, and they know what the public's looking for. I just I don't know the tie between Disney and um, James Cameron. You know, the the guy who made Avatar. Oh, I know who it is. I Titanic guy. I don't get it. You, you know, I really don't get why build a whole entire land over something I really don't feel like that people were screaming for. I just think it's I think it's wasteful spending. Sure, it's going to be amazing. It's, oh, yeah, because it's, it's always be, top-notch. Right. It's going to be cool. I feel the dollars could have spent could have been spent uh, 
in a more meaningful way. Something different. I don't yeah. know what that answer is, but it could have been something different. So now you have DreamWorks and uh, Universal, and they're going to be able to, I don't know, I, I think they're really going to be able to be a competitor now. I think they've always have been, but I got to say, I think Universal now has a step, has an advantage over Disney at this point. Well, we'll going, have to wait and Going see. into the future. Oh, for sure. Going into the future. I think they have a step over Crazy. Disney. We'll see how Pandora Land does. I, I don't know. I, I just don't know. What do you got for us? Well, uh, my favorite thing, and you know this, is when they do free dining at Disney World. Mm-hmm. And it came available midnight Monday morning, April 25th, this, this past Monday. And um, it's insane. And so you can get free dining August 23rd through October 1st of this year, November 15th through November 21st, November 26th through November 28th, and December 10th through the December 21st. So we are going on the 21st. And at 10 o'clock in the morning, because I overslept the other day, you know this yeah. sad story. At 10 o'clock in the morning, they had already sold all of the Caribbean Beach rooms for free dining that they had slotted. Like, they allot so many rooms. So I'm going to be watching it, because I know last year, for all you guys out there, that they opened up some more because people complained that they only did a small amount. And let's face it, they're making money off of us anyway. Right. And so that was kind of sad but i am happy to say that i am booked if you book in a value resort then you get the quick serve which is two quick serve meals is that correct because you're doing that this summer two quick serve meals and a snack is that what you get with yep, quick serve yep. and then if you're at a moderate resort you get one table service one quick serve and one snack and then if you do um uh, i'm trying to think what the ones the more de- the deluxe resorts then you get the um deluxe dining i believe which is two sit-down meals which is crazy that's i don't a lot know of how food. i know that's what i'm saying because sometimes we split a meal like we eat in two different places and we split a meal that's between. a lot of time sitting around right it, that's if you're going for just a lounge vacation that's not really if you're going right for, of course um but you have to book your vacation by july 8th here's what i thought was interesting in 2013 when we first went that christmas i booked that trip and got free dining in october in 2014, I booked my trip in August, and we got free dining for that Christmas. Really? Last year, I booked it in May, and this year I had to do it in April. That's crazy. So next year, what's it going to be? February? So let me ask you a question. Okay. Um, were you, Could you not make the reservations like at midnight? You could. In. Okay. You mean on the 25th? Yes. Right. I was not awake. Now, had I have known I was going to oversleep, I would have stayed up. I was really tired, and I went to bed at like 10.45 You know, that's what Dave does. Dave does. Oh, my gosh. He'll, he'll stay well, that's, up. Well, that's what I do for my dining and my fast pass things, because I want to make sure, like, especially this next time, I want to make sure I'm not going to mention what restaurant right now, because I want to make sure I get that reservation. Well, but. Speaking of fast passes, so I was, tiki, I was talking I was tiki, tiki. I was talking to Tiki Garden last night. And uh, so we're going to meet up when I go out there in June. Oh, cool. And uh, we started talking about the Fast Pass reservation system. Um, oh, yeah. So he may be hooking us up with a former Imagineer. That oh, was, that would be awesome. Yeah. He wants to bring on. A, I'm not going to announce the name just yet because I, I don't know if it's going to happen. We don't but, jinx us. Right. But a former Imagineer may be coming on discussing uh, all the cool stuff that he had his hand in when the park first opened. He's one of the originals. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So that'd be really cool if we can get him on. Um and by the way, we're still going to have Ryan Weber uh, 
dropping next week, by the way. I know I've been holding that in my back pocket. The guy from Star Wars, The Force Awakens. We're going to be releasing that uh, early next week, probably Monday. Actually, yes, it will be Monday. I'm going to just say that so I do it Monday. Yeah. Because <laughs> if, if I say probably, then it'll end up being Tuesday. Yeah. So, no, he gave us the okay to go ahead and just start rolling with a whole bunch of uh, better music to put in the background because I didn't know if I could use some of the, you know, themed music. He's okay with it. So Good. if he's okay with it, I'm okay with it. I'm going to re-edit that thing and, and put it back out on Monday. But getting back to Tiki, we started talking about the FastPass uh, system. Down there, Disney is still advertising that you can make fast passes for two different parks on the same day. Still, still advertising See, that. They don't realize and you can't. Like he can't do it either. He said he's tried because he goes so in and makes. So did he tell them at the like go up? He to hasn't office? said anything, but he um, but people, everyone's having the same issue. You cannot make fast passes for multiple parks on the same day, even though it's advertised that way. Well, I mean, literally, it could be a. Um, well, that would be. Ugly they to say know that. it. Come on, they know. I mean, it could they, be a slash. Some, I mean, the writer of the program could have just missed a slash or something. In um, the code. But, well, yeah, because Brad has. This, right. He does this all day long, and one day he spent three hours, and somebody had put a space after a period, which caused the whole thing shut down. So, I mean, it could have well, a minor glitch. They should be able to fix that. Well, here, here, Disney, don't you, don't you alpha test your programs before you release an update? I mean, seriously, within your own organization. Well, I don't know I mean, because look how many like glitches they, there were. It sounds like they just beta tested among the population and skipped the alpha test. And that's very, I mean, because it takes money to do that. It's, it's man hours. And this is what Brad runs into all the time with his business is that um, he has never had an outage because he tests so much right. through the time. And But he's, right. he's um, salary anyway, so they don't care how many hours he works. But I'm just saying at Disney, they're probably thinking, oh, we need to. Save up on the money, but so I'm kind of upset about that. They I'm need a little to, upset. They need to fix that because there are some or rise. stop advertising it exactly. Um, but I'm sure they're aware of it, and I'm shocked it hasn't been fixed yet. On a side note, though, heading over to Disney Springs, Fulton's Crab House, you know, shut down. It was remodeled. It's reopening. It's going to be called the Paddlefish. And have you eaten there before? I have not. I I wanted to, um, but. It's two dining points. I'm so cheap with my dining points when we go there. So maybe we should just go. Maybe the kids are old enough now. They wouldn't mind like going to a park or something and let Brad and I go out for a nice dinner and just pay outright for that one. It doesn't look like a place I'd like to. I don't know. I'm, you know me. I'm a meat and potato kind of guy. And uh, yeah, so they would have mostly fish, seafood. right? And uh, the most adventurous I go with fish is calamari. That's about it. And some shark bites. That's good. That's about it. Yeah, but those are good calamari. Yeah, and it's got to be, be fried, fried. You know. Yeah, I know. Still good. What do you I'm got? Not good for you. Um, just they have a new princess. I couldn't remember if we had announced this to you, so I apologize if we have. We have not. Um, um, they're gonna have a Hispanic uh, princess named Elena of Avalar. So to me, usually the princesses come out with a movie, so I'm a little confused right. about that. Um, it didn't say anything about a movie. They're just putting her in there. They want to make sure that we have all of our ethnicities covered now so that for, oh my for princesses. gosh. And um, they said she's a bold adventurer they princess. Wanna, they want to be PC about this. This is really. I know. And she loves her kingdom of Avalar and her familia, which is family. And um, the family fuels her magical adventures. So to me, that sounds like they're setting it up for a movie. I don't know. Here, well, you're pulling I'm, it up. I'm, yeah, I'm pulling it up right now. I've never heard of this princess. Um, she's new. I just had I found this article last weekend. This okay, week. and so she's new. She's gonna be. She's gonna be new. Okay, yeah. upcoming special. 
as a princess who is trapped inside the amulet of Avilar. Uh, long ago, her parents and kingdom were taken from her by an evil sorceress. Dude, it's the same old, same old type of story. Really? But it's interesting to me that the movie, they're introducing her in the movie hasn't come. There's no movie on it yet. Do you see a movie? That's a no. book. Like, they're introducing her like what it. What the? They always She's riding a, a flying tiger. Yes. So is this is this a Indian? It's a Hispanic no, or Hispanic. Indian? It's a Hispanic. I th- I thought that's what they said. All right. Well, okay. I was just gonna say, is she from Sophia the First? Because it looks like a character from Sophia the First. Yes, my kid watches Sophia the First every now and then. And it's okay. Um, but uh, it even He's says, yeah, Eleanor's story following her appearance in Sophia the First takes place in the show. It sounded kind of familiar, and I thought of Sophia the First in the back of my mind, so that's where she's coming from. Okay, I'm totally okay with it now. I thought they were creating a princess just to be PC about everything. Oh, but, I didn't know because I don't watch But my now kids that I realize, no, this is a legit princess, but just from a different realm, Sophia the First, that I'm cool. I'm cool with it. So that yeah, that's 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 interesting. Hey, so we've talked to your friend, your DVC. Uh, no, was this same DVC check about the Skipper Cantina? No, no, no. This is one? this is my friend who lives in Georgia, okay. Karen. In case you're listening, Georgia. Karen, is she hopefully she listens. She better listen. <laughs> well, I invited her and some other friends that I met in Karen? Georgia. That Karen's were, her name. Karen's her name, and Rebecca's the other one. Oh, Karen, Rebecca. Thanks for listening. We're big time. Uh, Both from Georgia. Disney. Yes, that I uh, and I was actually in Rebecca's wedding. We're at, we were at in Georgia, Hotlanta. Um, they both live like right outside of like Atlanta, but they li- one lives in Marietta, and I think Marietta, and the other one, I don't remember what the name of the town is that hey, Rebecca lives in now. Hey, Karen, Rebecca, your traffic sucks. They out know. There. Oh my gosh, it was bad when I lived there. I I hated driving in Atlanta traffic even more so than Los Angeles traffic. I I would agree. I hate Hotlanta, and traffic. I drove in Los Angeles, and I hate going through there every time I go to Disney World. I hate it with a passion. That's why you fly. Yeah, <laughs> I hate flying too. But anyway, all right. So, so let's get back. So yeah, so we have uh, Skipper's Cantina, listeners. I don't know if you've eaten there. I personally have not. I took one look at the menu, and that was enough for me. I'm like, a, there's nothing my child would eat because there was nothing really awesome on the child's menu, and b, there's nothing on the adult menu that I would get. Yeah, I'm a picky eater, but I have to say, even if I wasn't picky, I would probably be picky with the menu that they that they have going right now right it's a little too adventurous for me they got some wild wild foods well and and it even says in this article that you pulled up what's up it was too adventurous which is why well you wanted to make the announcement what's the big announcement is about this skipper canteen too adventurous there you go it says it's too adventurous and so they're gonna make a new menu so i'm pretty excited about that i'm hoping it's gonna be before christmas when i'm there so here are some of the like yeah, here are some of the actual dishes that are currently served at the Skipper's Cantina or Skipper Cantina. Um, we have rice noodle bowl with duck. There's some vegetable stew, which that's fine, whatever. But and and duck isn't bad. I've had duck, but that's not something. That's nothing I want to eat at Disney World, though. To be honest with you. And like, I don't know too many kids that are gonna eat duck. Right? Hey, kids, how would you like to have duck nuggets? <laughs> well, especially <laughs> since Donald Duck's walking around the park. Touche. I'm just really think about that. Yeah. They'll be like, Mommy, is this Donald's relative? I mean. Right. So maybe they just didn't think that through too clearly when they were doing it. Trader Sam's head on a shrimp. 
That ain't bad. See, the stuff that I see here... Okay, so these are the new ones or the, the old ones? I think those Safe are the foods. new ones. This has got to be the new ones because this does not look like the old menu. No, they have, menu have, they have steak. They have steak. That wasn't on the old one, was it? I don't think so. No, I, I think, think you're it was. looking at This a is new... the newer one then. The vegetable stew, rice noodle bowl with duck, which isn't bad. And but still. Head on a shirt. That ain't bad. Um, <laughs> I think the kids are going to wonder if duck. Paul's signature grilled steak. That's awesome. I don't see the backside of something. I want to see like the back. They should name it the backside of steak. Okay. You get it? Yep. Okay. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> All right. What do you got for us? I don't have any more good news. So I, you, you already nothing? covered my fast pass from Tiki. And thank you, Tiki, for uh, updating us because I was wanting to know if Nick had found anything oh, out about oh, that fast pass. And event. he sent me a text the other night. Keep talking. I got to find it. He's sending a text? No, no. He sent me a text. I got to find it here. Oh, Keep well. Talking. Um, no, I just wanted to know if he could give us any insight into that FastPass business because you're going soon. I'm going to be going later this year. I'm sure people that are listening are going to be going and we're curious. Are we really going to be able to uh, make those fast passes in another park like we've been promised? All right. Good job for, for uh, stalling. Okay. So here we go. All right. Oh, where is this at? That's oh. at the Tomorrowland yeah, Terrace. Yeah, Tomorrowland Terrace. You ready for the big announcement? That's really scary. You, are you ready for the big announcement? I'm ready. Hot cheese dip now served at the Tomorrowland Terrace Terrace for a dollar. What? For a dollar. Hot cheese. Is that like a mistake? No. Nothing they sell is a dollar there. You can buy hot cheese for a dollar. To go with something you already... Does it say you have to buy something? It, no. It, well, it says add hot cheese dip for a dollar. Well... So obviously they're thinking you're going to buy something. But that's there's nothing else there around that. Min- there's it's not even on a menu. No, it's I a thought sign. you were going to show me this fireworks. It's a thing. sign on a table. No, that's for same day reservations for the Tomorrowland Terrace uh, fireworks dessert, dessert party. thing. Yeah, but this just says next to the dessert thing, add cheese dip for a dollar. And that says sales tax include not included. Right. So if you want to add, si- I guess cheese dip to your what you buy there today, uh, it's a dollar. Well, Brad would be happy if it so, said add marinara for a dollar. Oh, that would be good. Um, so, yeah, Tiki Garden was like, the hot cheese is back. Oh, so this is something that's been there before. I never saw that before. So, I haven't. But Sorry, we're Tiki. not we're not there every day like Tiki Garden. Good, so he can give us insight into the everyday stuff. Um, so the quarterly injury report is out for Universal Studios and Walt Disney World. Just to give you a heads up. Um, I think Disney had eight, if I'm not mistaken. Um... Uh, first quarter injury report for Orlando theme parks. We have, um, yeah, so Walt Disney World reported seven. I'm sorry. Or um, Universal. But some of those two. have nothing to do, I don't think they could. I mean, it could have been from the heat. I don't think these were caused by Disney necessarily. Right. So you have one from the great movie ride where some old dude oh, yeah. wanted to kick the bucket. He, you uh, hate that ride, so of course you're going to pick that yeah, one out. Yeah, he was 80 years old and lost consciousness. It's not funny, Nick. <gasps> On the great movie ride. He was bored and it put him to sleep. Oh my gosh, he's probably like, oh, uh, I don't even oh, know. Oh, he got motion sickness. That's yeah. On the great movie ride? Yeah. Wow, that that's well, doesn't even move that there's much. There's a, wa- a lot of lights that are twinkling. Well, and and I thought about that. What do they do? Because um, if you have um, seizures, what is epileptics? Oh yeah, you can. Because yeah. we. Have a seizure with the with the lights that are flashing. Well, that's every ride, though. I know, but what? Dinosaur. They don't, we, they, they don't cater to. 
if you have people with those needs, those special needs, that what do you do? I don't I, know. Isn't there a sign if you have if you're epileptic? Is that, am I saying that right? I can't epileptic. Even, I can't even say it with my braces on right now. Um, <laughs> epileptic. I can't even say it. <laughs> epileptic. My, okay, okay, I'm not. Anyway, I'm not going to embarrass myself anymore. You. Anywho, the guy lost consciousness. Right. I think that's too funny. Forty year, forty uh, one year old man felt numb and dizzy. Um, on, but he had a pre existing condition, so they're not holding wonder, Disney accountable. That's weird. Nineteen um, year old woman fainted while getting on the Toy Story Mania ride. So she was getting on. She had a heart condition. Hmm, had a heart condition. I wonder if that was during the summertime. Seventeen year old girl rode Space Mountain at no, the Magic the first Kingdom. No, quarter t- isn't that January till January through March. It's still hot out there. It, no, it was cold. They're wearing sweatshirts no, at one I point. Know. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm just saying. Um, no, you're you're right. Let's 17 year old Rose yeah. Mountain. Space Mountain lost consciousness. Oh my gosh. 17 years old. Oh my gosh, man. 57 year old man uh, with a pre existing condition did not feel well after riding Mission See, Space. You should never make fun of people for the Mission and Space. And Test Track. Um, Epcot, 67 year old man felt dizzy, ill, and disoriented. After Ellen's energy, energy adventure. adventure. Uh, Wild Africa Trek guided tour of Disney Animals Kingdom. A 73-year-old woman became disoriented. She probably shouldn't be on that because um, that's mostly you walking. These are a bunch of old people. Look at this. Hey, More, 43 is not old. No. 57-year-old woman. That's not old either. Exper- I, you're not old until you're like 90, to be quite honest with you. But you know what they don't? I, that was universal. Those are, I wonder, so they must be reporting for Florida. Yeah, no, that is. It's for it's for the parks in Florida. For the oh, first oh, quarter. oh, oh yeah. okay. So I wonder though, did they have any deaths? Did they have any deaths in the first quarter? They did. Yeah, the one at the Contemporary. That's not on there. I know. So I was wondering that. I'm like, I wonder how many of these individuals passed away, but they're not declared dead until they get. See, because they're not declared dead until they get to the emergency room. Okay, but. They can hospital. do that however they want, but if someone jumps from that high of a thing, they could... So someone uh, did die, right? Yeah, someone died. Yes. yes. They jumped from the top of the contemporary. Where is he on the injury report? He's not. It's like school. Well, I'm sure he got injured. If we lose that report, you don't have it. Don't you think he got injured? <laughs> that was awesome. Um, If you caught that, if you're a teacher. But if, if don't you think there was... Uh, don't you think he hurt himself jumping from the contemporary? Uh, yes. And so how can you not say someone is passed away if they've literally, that's a long drop. So, anywho, let's move on. It's like oh, everything else. You I was very, I was very, ex- right. I was yeah, sort of like Warren only having yeah, one. So Nick has now drank the Kool-Aid of the thing that we've been preaching to you about these uh, after hours uh, and before hours. Only because it benefits me now. Yes. Go ahead. Tell okay. your story. So this is really cool, listeners. Um, So yeah, discounted Disney after hours tickets available for annual pass holders, DVC members, and military. So no longer, pays. no longer one hundred fifty dollars for for those people only. Annual right. pass holders, DVC members, and Nick the military. Guess guy. how much? You told me right, seventy five dollars. Oh yeah, seventy five bones. I couldn't remember if I told you or not. Yeah, because you asked right, me, should I, I do you. You said, I should I do you. it? Should That's I right. do it? And I said, you know, you should, just because so, you can go in and give the insight for the show, if nothing else. So YouTube. Tiki and I, if they offer it while we're out there, we're going to do this. Oh, cool. Oh, it's going to be awesome. So I'll, I'll have the kid go back on a... So Tiki, I hope you're going to meet up with me in December when I'm there. I'll send it. I'll send my kiddo back on the bus and be like, remember, honey, it's room, whatever. <laughs> you know, it's a, Remember to get off. 
I know I you're only five. I can't my kids to do. Uh, I you offered for them to That's what Disney needs to offer. Express, express check-in for your kids at night <laughs> so you could go enjoy the, the after-hours party. Like, well, okay. On cruise ships, they have babysitting. Like, they how cool. Babysitting. You could have, like, char- you could actually have, like, the characters, like, like cast members dress up and, like, okay, Colin, let's go down. Or, I don't know. Yeah. Let's go down to your resort. <laughs> well, they have child care on the cruise line, so they can right. start offering that. How awesome would that be? They right? might even have that. I mean, I don't know. So, listeners, if you're out there, text us or and you're lazy and don't want us. your kid around, just no, no, no. Let us know if the deluxe resorts have that because there's a very good possibility that those upper resorts do have something what, like, like, hey, take my child. They take might them back have like to the room. No, they might have like a childcare situation where you and your wife can go back to the the, um, the parks. Yeah, I bet they have something. You think? I don't know if they don't. They're missing their bet because it's no different than the cruise line. They have babysitting on the cruise. And I just wanted to mention one more thing. I really hate advertising for Disney um, when it comes to, like, ticket sales and packages and stuff like that. (laughs) Okay, never mind. What? (laughs) So, so the the packages, the kid-sized packages that are available through Walt Disney, you know, for $998, it's three nights, two days. Right. Tickets included, right? The rooms included at all-star resorts. This does not include food. Um, you know, I'm thinking about this and I mean, this really is, I know I've talked about this a couple times, but this really is kind of a, a somewhat of a good deal. No, it is a good <laughs> you deal. You know, I'm, I'm not going to go as far as saying a good deal because food's not included in a thousand dollars. You're practically spending a thousand dollars. Okay. For, but if I broke my trip down for you, that's a good deal. No, no, no. This hold up. Like we go to Branson, right? Right. You go to Branson quite a bit. Imagine if you didn't have passes. To Silver Dollar City. Oh, I know. And you had to pay, and you didn't have a condo, okay? Right. You had to pay hotel, right. food, and tickets. Right. And say you only stayed for two days, three nights. How much do you think that cost you? Oh, it, it depends on where you like to eat. If you want nicer places, it could easily cost you over a thousand bucks. Right, because the year we went last year with you guys, okay. um, Aaron and I spent almost $600 on food, hotel, uh, and that's really all we had in the train ride, Cause right? Didn't, yeah, because we get it was you, like five something. Because you got did us you go the, in the park with us? Yeah, you got us the, the free the passes. passes. Yeah, but we almost it was, I think it was almost six hundred dollars. We spent almost six hundred dollars just for the weekend, you know? Right. And so I mean, if you compare it, right? What's an extra three hundred dollars? Well, the Saratoga Springs that is definitely a deal. Oh, that fifteen hundred? Yeah. yeah. No, I know it is. Now you could actually stay at All Star Sports and for the same package, if you if you price the food in. Um, it's only for the. I thought you said something like twelve hundred. Yeah, for the quick service is twelve. For the di- regular dining plan, it was fourteen hundred, which is a great deal. I mean, if you don't get discounts, that's a great deal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to finish up with that. That's that's really all I have for you in the news. Vicky, it's time. Take us back. We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So if your imagination is ready, here we go. This week in history, we're going to start with April the 30th, 1928, which oddly is the year that my grandma was born, I just realized. Uh, Disney's Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, black and white silent short, Ozzy of the Mounted, is released through the Universal Pictures. Yeah, Oswald, man. He's a cool character. You can find him out at Adventureland, and uh, he's pretty cool. Yep, I need to get to Adventureland. Uh, did you know that our colleague is going to go to Disneyland this summer? So I told her to hit you up with some ideas of what to, to see. She's taking her little guy. 
her and her mom are taking the little guy and go to Disneyland. Oh, cool. So, we, so she told us at lunch today. Yeah, tell them to go to California Adventure. That place rocks, man. And that's where they're going to find Oswald. Well, she found... Um, he's probably going to... On the left side of the park. By... Well, she said that they... She knew Mickey Jr. was there. And he's yeah. a huge Mickey fan, which, of course, she's like... He's like you, Vicky. He loves Mickey as much as you do. And so, yeah. That's awesome. I know. Keep rolling, because I'm not until May 1st. All right. April 30th, 1989, The Magical World of Disney airs the two-hour TV special that the Disney MGM Studios theme park grand opening. It's the night before the park actually opened in 1989. They aired it, I guess, to do a little promo to mm-hmm. try to get people to come. Um, and and uh, this kind of made me sad when I was reading this. Um, the host was John Ritter. Oh, really? You know, and he... Well, it was 1989, but and and it just makes me sad. And I was reading through some of the people that were there that have now passed on, um, like uh, Rue McClanahan's gone now, Tony Randall's gone now. He was there. Smokey Rob- George Warren is gone for sure. What about Smokey Robinson? He's still around, right? No idea, man. That's like old people stuff, right? But I mean, it just was interesting to me to see who was there, and it was making me kind of nostalgic about. Who's gone You know, on. they pulled an old episode. What, John Ritter, he was in Three's Company. Correct. Right? Did you hear about the old episode they pulled a few months back on uh, Nick at Night? No. Or it was one of the shows. One of the shows where they play all the old television series. Yeah, Nick at Night or, or uh, TV Land. I think it was TV Land. That's what it was. Okay. So in one of the episodes, because of all this high definition now and stuff like that, you can really like see oh, the yeah. sweat on people. Yeah. Right? And like wrinkles and stuff like that. So... Um, he wasn't wearing any underpants underneath his short shorts, and he was sitting on the couch. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes. And you know where I'm going with this. Yes, and, and they, I can't believe I didn't hear that. They didn't uh, They didn't realize it when they released it, but they got all these complaints, and so they, they pulled it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was just a little snippet, a little side view. How funny. We, yeah. You got the so next this one, is and cool. the same one I have. I love this. May 1st, 1940. Yeah, this is awesome. We both have the same thing. I have one of these at home because I built it myself. Uh, Walter E. Disney of Los Angeles receives a patent, and that was number 2,201,689 from the United States Patent and Trademark Office for the art of animation camera that is known as the multi-plane camera. And this is used in a lot of films to give it a more in-depth, more realistic three-dimensional image. You know, so you can zoom up on that farmhouse and the moon in the background is not going to zoom up with it. Oh, Because awesome. technically, you know, the moon is millions oh, yeah, of miles away. Oh, yeah, I saw away. that when they used to have backlight tours. Right. And uh, so the moon's kind of going to stay in position and not right. get too big. Right. You know, uh, so things like that, you know. That's awesome. I, and you can build one out of PVC pipe and plexiglass with your iPad, which is what I've done. Oh, and cool. all the our, um, the animation apps, and then draw your stuff on animation paper and create your own films. I've done it. It's it's awesome. It come and you're really you're using the same technology they had back in the day. That's you know, cool. it's 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 pretty cool. But it's also on May first, so then after they did that show on the thirtieth, then on May first, nineteen eighty nine, that's when Disney's MGM officially opened, which is now known to anybody who wasn't there before then as Hollywood Studios. And we're still speculating what name it's going to get soon. We don't know that, right? Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know because they're going to have Star Wars there. They're going to have Pixar there. What are they going to call it? You I don't know, know. I mean, I don't know. What would you call Pick-star. that? Pixar. Pixar. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's 
my guess is as good as yours. I have May 2nd. Okay, go ahead. 2003, and um, this is shout out to Kayla Black. If you're actually listening, this was one of her favorite movies. What up, Kayla? Really? Uh, Disney, yeah. Disney Channel, um, Lizzie McGuire hit the big screen as a movie. Oh my gosh. She made us watch that movie. She still, she found it online. Like, maybe it'd be Christmas or last summer, and we all watched it. It was kind of cool to go back in time a little bit. Outstanding. I have May 3rd, 1994, same and one. you have the exact same thing. Disney announces plans to create a cruise line. That's awesome. You know, they just came out with a new dress code on one of their restaurants. Uh, dude, and I wish I had the article up. Yeah, what'd you do? You had it up. I did have it up. I think I hit the X on it. Like a bad but, uh, one? You read it, so. I don't know. I didn't read it. It, it felt it, like I lost it as I was talking. Oh, right? stink. But you, uh, you can't get away with wearing your, like, holy jeans anymore. Oh, you couldn't. I don't know about Disney because I haven't taken a Disney cruise. Heidi, in case you're hearing, listening, because she'll say, you never take one. But the cruise we were on, there was a, it wasn't every night, but there was a couple nights that they wanted you dressed up. No, they didn't expect, like what you have on right now, Mr. I'm, or Nick's wearing some khaki pants and a nice shirt. That was appropriate. But you were no, no jeans and no sh- shorts on those two. They called them. Uh, was it on a different deck? I mean, it was just a direct... So if you didn't want that restaurant, there's tons of restaurants. Aren't you paying for it, though? Like, you're already paying for it, so... Well, you can eat anywhere on the boat, but if you want the... No, you can't. Apparently not, if you're wearing t-shirt and jeans. (laughs) Okay. Flip-flops. You're on vacation, for crying out loud! Who packs... Who packs... Like a tux. Formal night, that's what it was. Are you kidding? Did you watch The Love Boat? I mean, I know I'm old, but... Oh, I used to watch that during nap time. There you go. Who packs... The love boat. Okay. <laughs> Who packs dress clothes when they're on vacation? Seriously, I'm rolling up my shorts, rolling up my t-shirts, and grabbing a pair of flip-flops. Throw it in a backpack, and you won't be eating in the formal dining room. But there's tons of other dining crap. rooms what to go in. What if I put on, what if I have a tuxedo t-shirt? <laughs> Which you already have. True so story. You just, yeah, you do. I saw you with it on. It was hilarious. I, I don't know. Yeah, this was for our. That going re- in, this though. was for our retirement party this past week uh, with our teachers. It was hilarious. At. So everyone, it was supposed to be like everyone business casual. People dress up, right? Right. And I wear my tuxedo T-shirt. It was hilarious. With it, jeans. It was classic, you and Jeff, though. It was. We, you know, come as you are, right? That's I right. I think a famous man once said that. You're, you're next. <laughs> Kurt Cobain. <laughs> okay. okay. Or Jesus, this Lord Savior Christ. All right. So where am I at? May 4th? Mm-hmm. All right. May 4th, 1987, Disneyland introduces Disney Dollars. It's an exclusive line of currency. I have some. Do you have some? I have... Um, you have actual dollars? Oh, I have like a $20 bill. No, all I Disney. have is the little Disney card. Oh, no, no, no. I have Jack Sparrow. Whatever he's on. I don't know. What is he on? The 5, the 10, the 20? Somebody I don't know. text in Someone and tell, tell us. I, can, I have to go find it. It's filed away. But yeah, it's Disney Bucks. Maybe I'll spend it this year. Just to say I did. Yeah, before they just, like, eliminate it and you're not allowed to do that anymore. Because that was 1987. They may not let you spend it anymore. It's almost no, 20 it's years a, old. No, it's forever. Forever it's supposed to. It's supposed to last forever. Okay, so you should try to spend it. I, sh- I should go into... You can use it towards that $75 like, so you can go with Tiki. Colin, here, here's a here's a Jack Sparrow dollar bill. Go spend it, buddy. <laughs> He'd be like, who's Jack Sparrow? All right, what do you got? Uh, In May 5th, 19... 19- I don't have the year. What happened? Uh, the year disappeared. Skip it. Skip it. I'll skip it. May 6th. Go to May, May 6th, 6th, 1991. The Walt Disney Company becomes part of the Dow Jones Industrial Average. That may not mean something to everybody, but to my husband, that's nothing a, to me. Well, because he's, you know, stock market with his <sighs> business. He thinks that that's a, 
they be, they're they on the stock market now, like so New York, they're big. So that's big? Yeah. The New York Stock Exchange? Yeah, because oh. they become the part of the real world. Like, well, they hit the big times. Yeah. If you become that, right? Yeah, okay. I would say. All right. When was that? 1991. Only in 91? Really? I don't know. So I don't know who was in charge then. I was trying to think that. the 70s. That would have happened. I don't know. May 7th, 1993. We say I don't know a lot. <laughs> I just realized We that. just need anybody who I don't know, know anything. We know a little bit. Fake it so you make it. That's my motto when it comes to teaching. All right. So May 7th, 1993. I love this sport. The World Roller Hockey League rink opens on the beach at Disney MGM Studios. It's used as professional inline hockey. The league only lasts one season, though. So, but the reason why I bring this up, this is pretty cool. So, hockey is big in Anaheim, right? Right. In Southern California, roller hockey was huge. Now, they had this league that was called the Roller Hockey International League, I think. Like, okay. It's called the RHI. And there was teams from all over the nation and in Canada. Um, guess who the best teams were that won the championship year after year? Actually, it went back and forth. This team, then that team. I, I mean, back no and idea. forth, back and forth. The St. Louis Vipers, believe it or not, because okay. hockey is huge in St. Louis. Oh, By the yeah, way, sure. go Blues. That's right. I forgot they knocked off those nasty Blackhawks. <laughs> Freaking hate the Hawks. for any Chicago <laughs> No, forget you Chicago. No, I don't want to say that. One of our friends is a big time Blackhawks, and so he was dig- you know, sending us digs, and I so badly. You don't know him. His name is John. Oh. And he was digging in when they started coming back from our three yeah. lead. And uh, I so badly the other night wanted to say, oh, I'm so sorry that you won't be going on to the next well, level. You know, you know what they're saying now, now they've lost? Oh, it's okay. We've won the cup a couple times, and um, we're, it'll be nice to sit and relax and not have to worry about if we're going to win the cup this year. Like, really? Well, Whatever. What a loser attitude to have. Um, so, so get this. You know our teacher friend who moved to Chicago? Yes. With our other teacher yes. administrator friend? Yes. Okay. So apparently she's now a converted Blackhawks fan fan oh no this is not right. acceptable which is bull crap jumping on the bandwagon i might add right well does she feel crap. like that she lives there because brad no. was a Braves no. fan growing up and now no. he's a cardinal fan no 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 now no because when i was a kid i was a huge blackhawks fan i was i was huge and a st louis fan my dad always took me to the blues and blackhawks game in vancouver i don't know why it's vancouver and hawks all the time uh, but it was always blues and the hawks and I can remember, because uh, back then in the old St. Louis at the old barn, mm-hmm. they would the Checker Dome. Yep, they would. That both teams walked out the same set of double doors, and they parked in the same parking lot that everyone else parked their vehicles. It was crazy back then. They weren't special back in the late eighties, early nineties. Right. So I grew up though, you know, getting all the autographs from the St. Louis Blues players and and the and the Hawks players. I can remember. Talking to both teams, like talking to the Hawks, talking to the Blues. And I can remember the Blues kind of being like standoffish, like whatever, kid. You know, like half of them would sign your stuff and the other half would just like leave. Like Brett Hall, good luck trying to get his autograph as a kid. I went to a lot of Blues games with my dad and I only have like two signatures of his. Okay? Like actually three. Two hockey cards and a, and a jersey. But good luck. Um, the Hawks players, though, they were awesome. They would sit. They would stand there and talk to me. I'd walk with them, you know, because they would walk to their tour bus. Because their tour bus would be like right around the way. Right. And this was when this was when fans were civilized too. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like seriously. Like no, they I hated know. you when the game was playing, but as soon as that buzzer went off, 
it was like all cool. Right. You know, nowadays you don't have that. Um, people actually die for wearing a different jersey, like in like in uh, Anaheim or Los Angeles. So, anywho, um, the Hawks players took their time and would talk and stuff like that. I mean, so I grew up loving the Hawks, like just grew up liking them. You know, they gave me the attention, I guess. Right. I don't know. But I grew up loving both teams. But I have to say, ever since Joe Quinville took over that team, what a, what a meanie. That's well, did you say. see his faces during the game? Last year he grabbed his, you know, what and flipped oh. off the refs. Oh, very uh, nice. And then you have Shaw this year who flipped the refs and used some um, colorful, literally colorful language. That got him suspended. Yeah, against a certain mind, uh, group of, of individuals. Okay, colorful language, I might add. All right, so anywho, you you, you can't do that. No. You, you just can't. And it got him suspended. Dirty team. Quinville did not have his players on check. You know, didn't have them. And... Uh, I'm glad we beat him. I'm glad we beat him. <laughs> I know we were sitting there to the to the bitter end, and we were dying. And then, then I thought we screamed really loud. And then the next morning, my son gets up and he's like, "So who won?" And I'm like, "Are you kidding? We didn't wake you up." So I had my Blackhawks jersey, which has my name on the back of it and everything. I had it on my bulletin board I upside down. Jeff put a googly eye on it. Oh, I didn't yeah, see the googly awesome. eye. Upside down with my with my Chicago pennant upside down, like the, the Blackhawks pennant. Um, and I'm actually thinking about burning my jersey this year. Like, I thought about it last year, but I really am thinking about just... Oh, it has your name on it, though. I don't care. It's the Blackhawks. Burn the sucker. All right. Well. Dirty team. I still love them, though. All, All right, right. Moving on. You have one more um, So, May 7th. No, you have May 6th. I jumped ahead of you, did I? I'm done. We I already did, did that. Mine. All right, May 7th. Um, Disney uh, officials start the application process for a new Anaheim park that would join its recently opened 55-acre, and that's called California Adventure. That you talk about all the time, and I need to go to. What, California Adventure? That's I've a, never been a, there. That's a great park. Did we, uh, Dave and I have some great pictures from California Adventure. Yeah, that I've never seen. I was I was robbed. You know, we you never you haven't seen them before. No, and you know we forgot a really important date that should have been on last week's news that maybe is not as important to the listeners as much as to one listener specifically. What was it? That um, I'm having to do math in my head really quickly while I'm trying to talk. Okay. <laughs> and you're a teacher, and you can't do that? on April 29th. 19 oh I can do it because it's the same year as my cousin April 29th 1976 so we're kind of backtracking here I know I said I'm sorry but yeah. this is important what? because our great friend and former uh, co- your former co-host yeah. Dave turned 40 I was born on that day so he turns 40 this on April 29th he'll be 40 that's right so that's right big shout out to Dave thanks yesterday, for all your hard yesterday work. he turned 40 that's right and we already gave him a surprise birthday party yep and, and he was surprised? It's not so much a surprise today. <laughs> I heard he's going to have the Blues game on. So that's I the bet only, that's, so. That's the only thing that's keeping, that's the only thing uh, that's getting me there. I'll, I'll say, yay, Dave, happy birthday. Okay, where's the Blues game? Well, you know. Anywho, so I think we I think we just we've lost. We beat so, a dead horse. Yeah, let's go. So thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears it is today it's the vicky and nick 
Mousecapades podcast, bringing you the news and rumors. If you want to contact us, uh, be a guest, or share, uh, have questions, share an idea on the show, experience, whatever it may be, you can contact us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Text us 407-674-0414. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And listen to us on iTunes, Podcast Attic, and Stitcher Radio. Just simply search for Miles Capades Podcast. Vicky, it's about that time. Peace. Peace. Have a magical day. This is Brian Cohen. Your music library is outdated, and the radio never plays what you like. But with Hip Hop Disney, you'll never have to worry about boring music again. Hip Hop Disney is the only music that combines modern sounds with classic Disney stories. Last year we sold 100 million copies. We're on iTunes now, and for 2016 we've got all new songs. For a limited time only, you can get Hip Hop Disney 2016 for an astonishing $9.99 and rock out to these brand new hits like Aladdin. Turn up! I woke up on a magic carpet. Woo! I woke up on a magic carpet. Hercules. Zero to a hero, nigga, real quick. Real quick. I'm the go with Dr. Phil shit. Zero to a hero, nigga, real quick. The Incredibles. Hey, Slim Thick with your suit at. Hey, I might buy you a. We've even thrown in Pinocchio with an exclusive R&B feature. Names on the T, that's a letter. Boy, you know it's going cause you lied to Geppetta. Kidnapped and took you to the island of pleasure. But that's not all. Use the promo code HHD2 and we'll give you four free brand new tracks. Available for digital download just by making your order today. My name is Buzz and I cannot block. I'm tumbling out the sky. Get up a toy wall. Timon and Got the club going up. On Tuesday, I'm not gonna grow up. And my boys is so lost. All us young is no grow. Got anemones, got a lot of anemones, got a lot of fish to try to eat me while I'm in the sea. That's a copy of Hip Hop Disney 2016 plus four free brand new tracks for the incredibly low price of $9.99. Download on iTunes or call toll free at 1-800-652-3990. That's 1-800-652-3990. Call now.